Beloved, this is the Culture and Camaraderie Podcast, the most thought-provoking, introspective, industrious, creative discussion with my guy, Tyvillians. What's good? On the mic, this is NY Typical and LAX underscore ERA, director of NYTypical.net and producer of Sound Suede Productions. Productions. Yes. That sounds like a nice cold open for what happened on Thursday. Yeah, man. No, it was Ooh. good. We had a coming off of a great first collaboration event with yes. Forum F Vibes. It was um, a great. Yeah, Thursday, man. What, what a good night. Yes. Loads of people came through. Amazed. Um, and we got loads and loads of yes. footage. So there's going to be recaps and um, updates in the coming uh, week. Um, but yeah, I've had a I've had a mad mad couple of days, man. This weekend's been a been a yeah switcheroo. It's been a it's been a mad one. Yeah, if, um, you know, just had a, a little bit of a hosting gear. Yeah, yeah, Dammy smashed it. <laughs> Dammy smashed the thing. Oh, up on fam. stage on the mikey yeah fam that was uh that was fun that was that was fun well yeah, what was it like, like doing your first host hosting hosting uh, it was good i should say first um but yeah just uh i guess it felt more natural than anything else oh good yeah so it was really it was really just like you know i was on stage i was on the mic i was presented and yeah you know maybe i had to yeah that's that's really it like, I nothing just, else it to just, say Is it just it? felt natural normal it like it was just like yeah i was i just wanted to keep myself on point like obviously like i done my research and stuff and uh I knew who I was speaking about. I knew the the tunes of the people that I was speaking to. Yeah, it was just a nice all round event mm. thing that I made sure that yeah I wasn't like um, short sighted with. So yeah, I prepared as best as I could, and yeah, and that's basically what happened. Like, hopefully I done well. Like I can't really mm. tell, but yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's all it's exactly either way. It's all practicing. It? It's all getting into yeah. stuff, and eventually, you sort of something you do in the future. Like, well, yeah, work, um, once we I do, got, uh, I got a lot of great feedback. So yeah, once we like, do culture and camaraderie live, it'll be, that a, <laughs> it'll be a whole different. That's that's a way, fam. You know what I mean? What about you, fam? Lars, yeah, it was, I had a good time, man. It was it was great. Well, I want to get into it properly a bit later, um, but. Uh, yeah, no. It's just so happy to see everyone that had come through. It's so weird when you're sitting and you know like you've organized something that there's you know what I mean, close to a hundred people all sort of having a good time. And uh you're always a bit scared about how it's gonna turn out, like you're gonna hit the numbers that you wanna hit, but Yeah. Um Yeah, I think for a first one it's definitely definitely great. We've had a lot of good feedback as well, so Definitely. 
Definitely. No, you know, but I've just had a mad week, man. So much is going on. The the the, the house is going through now. Um, Someone's finally got a place to stay. Yeah, so his head. it's been a it's been a nice little nice little week. But um, yeah, yeah but before we get into that properly, on. into the whole event thing, because um, there's a lot of context we want to go with about that. Um, just want to touch on some recent news. I think first. Recent news. Yes. Yeah. The old uh, gold link situation. Oh, uh, I thought you were talk about um, the London Bridge. Oh, thing. wow! I didn't want to go that dark, bro. <laughs> Whoa, we can no, no, we yeah. can talk about that if no. you want. <laughs> but I don't um, know. Did did anyone die? I I guess it's a shout out to the emergency services. Yeah, no, that's that's probably probably a yeah. yeah. Like, it's probably a thing to say yeah sh- the shout out for that situation there's a lot of mad madness going on around it yeah I think the guy who um, took the knife off took, I don't know he pulled the knife up like, there was this video this guy he pulled the knife up he's like working in the offices and he's pulled a big bag of like drugs out of his pocket because he realised he's got the knife and he's obviously working in the and he's, there's a video of him like yeah. he's clearly like throwing a massive bag of drugs out of his pocket wow wow so um yeah crazy times but like, i didn't even london, london. Like, I, like i blocked everybody that was showing i saw some videos. mad thing where it's like i blocked everybody like i i was really not for it at all from blocked everyone anytime i saw the videos i was just like anytime it was london bridge or it's a block i can't do those videos so. what do you mean you can't do them I don't know, like, cause it was like, um, video of the attacker getting shot or something, and I was like, what? I was like, yeah. No, oh, like, this, what kind of like? You don't want to n- normalize that shit in your mind. Yeah, basically. like, uh, yeah, I haven't, not since uh, the beheadings in two thousand and six, and all of that stuff. What? Well, not even two thousand six. Was like two thousand eight. That's, That's mad to think that like, that I, happened. Like, up the ro- bro, I'm not kidding when I say yeah. That used to be the internet. The I was coming West. back from internet. I didn't need internet. Well, not that I saw it to my face, but I was coming back from. I was in second year. Was it 2016? What? When it happened in Woolwich? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 2016. I was, was coming well, back. From no, wait, I just. No, I was, was back it? from uni then. Well, you sure no, was no, it was definitely in uni times. I was yeah, in so uni because I was coming was back in 2014 through Woolwich on the bus, and I look and I see all the work. Yeah, you I can see it on there, that fam. road, bro. I'm talking. It happened two two hours prior. Oh wow! Two hours before I had come past it. That's a mad one. That's crazy to think, is it not? Wow, fam. That's that's a mazzoline. Live in a strange world. All right. To the but creative yeah, stuff. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but God. no, the whole um, Gold Link situation, I think that's a little bit mad. Yeah, okay then. In my, yeah. In my humble opinion. All right, say it off. Yeah, Let everybody no, know what we are it's talking a, it's about. A crazy, it's a crazy thing because, like, going off our conversation last week about sort of entitlement and the way you perceive yourself and the way you allow like your ego to to be a part of what it is you're doing and creating and building and like how that sort of seeps in and can take over what it is you're doing and it kind of tarnished that because 
I think it's in a lot of ways, and and it's hard because I think a lot about when you're in positions like Goldlink is and you're striving and climbing and you're you've got now he's went from being someone who's an internet artist and he's been grinding away at that working with all working through the underground coming up and releasing his albums through labels like selection like his old album released on selection what does bro um no no um and after that we didn't talk because this is the one he was referring to okay when he was speaking about it yeah and i just think it it's always that line and you don't you never know enough about people to be able to really say like when when you see things like when he's like i'm the greatest artist of your generation like obviously for me i like to see I, like I, I do i have that thing where i'm like whether or not i agree with what he's saying there the fact that he's bigging himself up i gotta respect that like if if you're saying that with your chest and you believe that in yourself that's great but i think on the other side of that you still gotta be a good person i think you if if you're just b- bigging yourself up and putting yourself on a pedestal without having the ability to humble yourself in the sense that you still have to treat people other people respect and even regardless of whether or not this situation is whether he's right whether he's correct about his opinion on the whole divine feminine thing like i i don't know necessarily with that i just think with what he's done with the whole mac Miller like like calling him out putting his photo fo- it's just a bit weird because he's like he's put his photo up on the post you know what I mean and then he's like made it out as if he's doing it as a memorial but he's literally trying to tarnish his legacy in the same swoop and it just doesn't make sense yeah no. <laughs> it's a bit weird like it's it's all it's all a bit weird to be fair like um I don't know fam there's a bit it's a bit uh moralistic I, I don't know what i would do to be honest with you what if you was in his shoes <laughs> yeah like i'd like i'd i just don't like yeah you just <laughs> it's there's certain things that i just in my mind i leave alone and it's like there's a lot of things that i know how to talk about or not even that i know how to talk about but i will allow myself to speak on mm. but just when it comes to a dead man whether right or wrong or yeah. whatnot there's I something just you just gotta let go in it yeah like he's dead now sort of thing you know <laughs> so, what i mean that's like, what he said in the post didn't it? he's like oh well you're kind of gone now anyway so whatnot <laughs> it doesn't make it's any a sense bit, it's a bit wild and it makes me go. think like what does that come from because he's and it after does, that it we sounds... didn't talk was four years ago like, i had to check and it's like all right when did divine feminine come out Cause that was a bit nuts like wait did he have an album called Div- Div- no it was no it was an after it that was we talk okay oh and it was the song what it was the song that was on there um and after that we didn't talk is the album and divine feminine came in 2016 so it was the year after what divine feminine was one of the songs on there uh no wait because i didn't listen to gold link's album uh gold link because are you like a what what do you are you like in, uh, do you uh are you a fan of gold links um yes i think I, f- I don't know i think i am i'm not really a f- actually i'm not really a fan of people but yeah um 
because and after that we didn't talk is um a very female related album i guess more so because wait that's interesting the artwork is interesting but yeah it's like um it's a female related album um i forgot who else done an album like that that year but um 2016 was like a, i think it was a good year for music i forget now but um gold link candle hmm because i really like Di- diaspora mm. like it was, oh he's got some good tunes on there like, like you say oh my days and that's jules man i was listening to him talk about that uh the production that he done for that what's his beat oh yeah. all right. jules baby yeah okay it's hard yeah, yeah it's a good tune man like, yeah, like good i album. liked i liked but this is the thing like that's the type of music that gold link makes he's like talking about women usually like he's grammy nominated tune i did it win the grammy i don't know but he's grammy nominated tune crew yeah but he's not the first rapper to be talking about women like that no that's but you know what i the mean way he talk, like... the way he talks about women is actually quite different than the way everybody else talks about women like He's actually talk about relationships, and that is like his main focus. Would and the thing is, because there's well, a difference like, between talking about girls and talking about relationships. Like he's rapping about relationships and just his love for women, and more time, more often than not, that's that's what he's doing. That's like I do know what you mean. Like the way he ah uh, yeah. Like uh. yeah, he's an R and B rapper basically. So yeah, it's like um, he talks about yeah, he just talks about love, relationships, and his care. Like especially like uh, even with the Justine Sky situation as well. Like he just he's a super defender of black women and all of that stuff. So it's like he's real heavy into that spectrum and that's like not a strong space to make music which is why he gets a lot of love from the culture because we know that commercially his music wouldn't do as well Mm. because of the substance of what he's speaking on Mm. so yeah no he's he's a proper artist and that's what I've always respected about him like and there's a lot of his songs that I've liked and I've bumped. And do you know what? It's because it's it's not even just like culturally, it's true. Like yeah, I can agree on that. But even just in terms of the music, like it's and to be the fair, people he he collaborates with and he works with, he he, he brings people together hmm. that. Because I wouldn't say he's necessarily big enough to be able to say he's sort of shining lights on people per se. Uh, you did, you did. But but did but that. he does do that. He does. He you can tell he brings people in, like in the way he collaborates. I think for me, the strongest thing that he does is he's able to bring together a lot of his songs. He brings together a lot of people that you wouldn't necessarily think like, would go together, and and like shows light on. Up and coming producers and artists yeah, that he that he's that he's alongside his peers. Like him and Masego are Masego, the two yeah. people that actually bought future beats two, to yeah. black people. Yeah, yeah. So and to the like, and, and to the mainstream. So it's like 
Because like you... wh- whether you want to say he's in mainstream or not, but what mm. he done for a certain type of sound can't be discounted. Because mm. he didn't just help build that sound. Like because nobody was rapping on Future Beats back in 2012 times, and like nobody was asking Ooh. for K Tronado beat in 2013. Nobody yeah, was yeah, asking no, no, like no. at all yeah. was just 2014 was when he he had the remixes, wasn't it? Like it was, yeah, like, he was just he was just he was just making, making beats. Yeah, so beats, yeah, yeah. like from that to now, there there was a bridge. Like when when you have because obviously uh, Gold Links raps in a certain type of way that's catered to the BPM of Future Beats. So yeah, it's like it's a wit. To be fair. Like, cause, like, cause there was a reason I liked Divine Feminine, right? And it was like, cause I thought it was one of Mac's best albums because I hadn't listened to Mac Miller since like 2011. Like, seriously, seriously, like I didn't listen to him from to 20 from 2011. So like, between those times, it's like I had this gap, and yeah, it was just especially different with Divine Feminine. Like the sound just changed. Like and yeah, I just appreciated the spectrum of things that he was doing on the fan feminine. But yeah, like as I said, like it's really away from how much influence Goldlink has actually had because like when you think of well those type like when you think of like selection um K productions, you think of certain people. Mm. And Goldlink is like the first person to like as much as he bought it out independently with Selection, um, he also bought Selection to like because yeah no he's a link he but didn't that's, even but that's what's sick about it's like the artist no he doesn't you're right you're right didn't even need you're right to do he that. didn't but I think it makes a step but this is why I've got like regardless of it like even with doing this it's not like I go oh fuck Goldlink I don't see it like that yeah because I don't think. I think there's more to it than <laughs> than him just Pac being. Was that fuck Anderson, Yeah, Anderson <laughs> Park. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I think it, it's something to be said because I don't think it's necessarily just a case of like. Let me find. I don't think it's. <laughs> no, no. He he like went I, he went in though he said he he Anderson had some Pac bars. Had like he had some really voice. Oh, yeah. he had some bars though, didn't he? <laughs> In it, you imagine him saying it like yeah, it's a bit mad. <laughs> you imagine him saying it, but you know when he's like, "You might have had that waistband tied up too tight when you was writing this shit." <laughs> oh, he doesn't have the dot on this. Okay, God, just the way he's saying, "You done lost your mind, boy." <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, fam, it's actually wild. You done like, lost your goddamn mind. Oh, is this the bitch pop of code? Yeah, and he said, "This is a ma- this is how I imagine you uh, standing when you was writing this shit." <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, oh, I would so imagine your weirdos posted up somewhere just like this when you decided to ass. make that disrespectful, narcissistic. Okay, here's the thing, yeah. Pause. Well, yeah, we had to. We, yeah, you can't. Well, you can if you feel like it, but it's quite damning of like to me personally me just me of your character when you call somebody else narcissistic why because one you're not in the position to make that judgment because narcissism is um 
is actually a Ment- medical term. Yeah, it's a mental health. Yeah, so disorder. it's like an actual thing. So if someone's a narcissistic, then and it's a mental health thing, then you leave them to that and know that that you don't throw their narcissism narcissism in their face. Then, mm-hmm. if you know they're narcissistic. So yeah. Anyways, um, jealous. Well. <laughs> grossly see, unnecessary pose. Before we go into this, before we go into this, before we go into this, actually, because I want us to talk about this, but I want to mention this. This this brings a very valid point up, and this is why I say stuff like this. And I think it's interesting the conversations we've been having. Look, I've made it serious, but with what you said, it's a very valid point. I question this all the time, and I think we both sort of see it in the same way. I think you're a bit more scathing in some ways. <laughs> But the way I see it, do you know when you're always like, oh, why, like, well, I guess that's more so because you say you don't give people the credit they deserve. But I feel like I'm actually quite, when when I see people do stuff like this, I, I find I'm a lot more forgiving than most people are. Or, and, and it's hard to say oh, because that? Anderson Park, Anderson Park is actually his boy. So it's a bit mad. It's a whole different thing, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like that's his like. He said he tried to call him and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and and. When did? You know what I mean? He did. And and to be fair, if that is the case, and he actually tried to buzz him up and like give him a call because clearly they were homies at one point. Yeah. And well, I don't got think a feature. Huh? <laughs> well, well, well. If he's got if he's got his, and he was gonna call him and he was just gonna address it. That. Who was the first mean? person to have oh. an Anderson Park feature? Park feature. Uh, Doctor Dre, bro. <laughs> wait no who's wait okay first but well when i say anderson park feature i mean like anderson park feature yeah that was gosling was it oh was it before that was his single was it before that there's obviously um was that before no but was that before it popped off because he was on after that he didn't talk yeah no because um, Dr. Dre's album came out in 2016, didn't it? Oh no, that was Malibu that came out. So the Dr. Dre album came out before then. But after that, we didn't talk. Came out in 2016, didn't it? And after that, we didn't talk. Came out in 2015. 15. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. so it must. But that's what I mean. It must have been around the yeah. same year, oh, wow. same time. He didn't even. He didn't even have an album out. Like yes, Lord. Didn't yeah, come yeah. Wow. Wait, but he had. The, who was the group again? What was the name of the group? Anderson Park's group. Um, and the... Oh, my gosh. That's oh, bro. He off. was the first person to get an Anderson Park feature. What, Goldlink? Low-key. Unless, like, there's something on no, SoundCloud. there's probably stuff on SoundCloud. He had, a, he had, that, other, he had that other project out, because the thing that got him noticed yeah, was... Malibu. Um, yeah, Malibu. Yeah, no, Malibu. No, not Malibu. The, what, he had, a, like, a EP or something before that. He had Venice out before then... No features. Actually, no, he had Sir. Sir and Anderson. Okay, yeah. I, don't I haven't even history. heard that album. No, I have. I have heard that song on Sir's album. Sir's EP. You see Sir's two EPs. They are the best things that I've seen Sir do thus far. Even more so than his albums. His last two albums. His EPs. Yeah, I heard, her and I her heard two. the one before. Oh, mate. The one with the Masego feature. Uh, Masego feature. Yeah. That, well, that's California type stuff, isn't it? Like, yeah, but those two albums were sick. Like, everything from the like production. To the, anyway, we're digressing. We're digressing. But, yeah, what were you saying? Um, I think, 
like the line between things being a mental health issue and you just being a like an asshole it's like where where does that line start and stop yeah i was thinking this this week because because as much as a lot of people are jumping on it and and to an extent rightly so like because because look i also do believe just because you've got your own issues going on that doesn't mean it shouldn't be made apparent that you're doing something that's wrong or that you are being an asshole yeah there should be understanding behind that but it's like like with this like there's got to be of been someone like i'm i'm surprised well look he's gonna do what he wants to do it's his instagram and shit yeah like but, and 100 this is not our business no it's really all. not it really isn't <laughs> at but all. it's just but this he, leads but, on but to that, also saying that, that he made a state yeah he was making a statement there yeah and he was making a statement weird. he did like know. there is no way he didn't think that was going to cause a ruckus there's no way on earth he didn't sit there and press send type it out put full stop yeah you know he made sure he was he spelt that correctly as well you know what i mean <laughs> There was everything spelled correctly in that post. <laughs> but what I'm just finding interesting is whether in his mind, he actually thought he was paying a tribute and he was just doing an honest tribute, like yeah. for everything that that happened to you, you were this, that and the other, but just to let, just to say all this shit also happened. Yeah. But with that being said, rest in peace. But here's the And thing. in his mind, he actually thinks, oh damn. <laughs> Like, here's here's the actual thing. This is like the real like, cause okay, for all the people that like obviously don't do their research and stuff. Like, I forgot the name of this street dude, but go. That's some guy. <laughs> he lived a real real life. Like, go okay. Basically, Goldlink's family is like a mafia type family so he's not like like it's not on a local man business like his uncle is like in prison for life for like doing he's his uncle is famous Greece. in america in the street sector so it's like they they are real like it's a real street family like the way i don't know whether you know all of this stuff about justin sky but the way that um even gold link ran up on sheck west and like body check quest. I believe that's what happened. But did he pop well, up? He, did he fuck he's him peoples, up? He's peoples. Oh, what they fucked up check quest. But I'm, but I'm just saying like. Wait, but did they? Wait, I just need to. They fucked check quest up. I, I believe like this was all last year and stuff like okay. that. It was all, like this was in the Justin Sky situation. I wait, does anyone? Okay, so basically, obviously, um, context. context. This is context time. Um, check quest apparently, um, um, would hit Justin Sky. However. Um, like because Shaq West was going out with her first but what I don't know is all of that business but I just know that Goldlink made a song about it alluding to her ex doing bad things to her and that ex can only have been Shaq West so it was, there's a lot of alluding to's in this whole situation but the main thing is Golik's part of a Royal Street family, so like, 
maybe that goes into it as well because it's a bit like because <laughs> when because when you put like that bad and this bad and like when um when you have people like um Blueface that he doesn't even care to say R.I.P. to Nipsey because him and Nipsey's hoods were beefing and stuff like that like and him and he feels that him saying nothing is better than actually you know um than actually making some fake um R.I.P. sentiment right so in gold link's eyes maybe this was the realest r.i.p that, that he could have yeah played. that's what i'm thinking and i and and that's why i can't really be completely mad because there's something to be said about sometimes sometimes the truth getting something off your chest and being truthful about it that's sometimes the best thing you can do maybe maybe for yourself but then it also comes into play of there's probably times when the most unnecessary thing needs to just be not sometimes the most truthful thing is the most unnecessary thing to do at the same time and I f- do think this is one of those situations <laughs> you know because <laughs> putting it out there on a world platform is a very purposeful thing to do it's like you're trying to reach your specific the the specific people that are looking at you as gold link that's not like a necessarily just a personal thing he's saying that because okay gold link is him and he is gold link right so but that's still i don't know there's just there's also something really weird about how it's just you know but that's just my opinion I don't know. Why would you do it? Like, yeah, that's I what... Can't, I can't even understand it. That's <laughs> maybe it was a belt wrapped around your goddamn waist too tight. Or maybe it was a choker cutting off circulation from your brain. Since you felt it necessary to bring me up twice and my boy ain't here to respond. I'ma say it like this. <laughs> you ain't the first to make an album inspired by a relationship. You ain't the first to make an album and make a song featuring Anderson Peck. But you are the first to disrespect my friend <laughs> who's no longer here. Okay, you can't say. To disrespect my friend that's no longer here for absolutely no reason. And I can't stand it. <laughs> okay. Stand for that. I'm not I'm not a tough guy. I'm not about negativity, but this bugged me bad, bro. I've called you and DM'd and you wait and you haven't responded so since this is what you like you like to do in order to get attention we can do it like this you're not surprised huh well I'm in disbelief <laughs> there's a lot of exclamation points there if Divine Feminine was such a blueprint of your record then tell me where the plaques were okay okay Anderson okay Okay, now we got to a good part. Okay, Plaxar for whatever your shit was called. All right, cool. Dun, dun, dun. You actually don't need to like Gold Link's music, but one, you were featured on the album. And not gonna lie, the album came out at pivotal time, being real. And uh, 
knowing that knowing that um one future beats were popular that anderson you also wasn't popular that but see but see look this is why i I don't think we can have this conversation because i think why he no like in this context because what everything you're going to say is true we know that that's an and that's a very it's a very like analytical way of looking at what he said but i genuinely don't think we can do that because everything he has said you can see from everything he said that is just a straight up emotional response you know what i mean whether what he's saying out in that whole thing whether it's right or wrong is actually low-key kind of irrelevant the fact he's putting that on the page that's just him actually that's just pure frustration right there just from top to bottom when you actually think about it well here's the thing you also called somebody out for being disrespectful and narcissistic mm-hmm. and weird and out of the two of them anderson pack or park is the most weird out of the two half gold link or anderson park anderson park is supremely more weird than gold link so yeah but when like, you say weird you know what no, he means like when he says in weird, the though. in the a judgment no because this is the thing like when when you decide to damn somebody else like you can de- defend your friend and not also damn somebody else like it's how would I, get how, would what I how would i say this it's like um i get what you mean it's like shouting at your parents for doing something wrong or even shouting at your partner for doing something wrong as soon as you start shouting at somebody they're not gonna learn from whatever you say if you ever shower your parents then it's like the conversation's done like you need to okay if you shower your boss let's say like that's it it's like you're not even whatever you're gonna say now is not even registering mm-hmm. so whether or not like you want it to be funny you want it to be cute all of that stuff like me i'm having like i, I just wanted to have a quick fun with it but at the same time it's like okay like come on <laughs> like a lot of the stuff that um people in our sector do is not for the plaques at all it's for the creative um respect more so than anything else mm. it's for other people understanding this is the place that we're coming from and this is what we're doing we don't do it for the plaques like mm. ego wasn't for plaques or for recognition it just happened to get that so anyways uh plaques Put your ass on tour and opened up his fan base to you when you had nothing and this type of appreciation you give okay somebody can also be appreciative and feel like you listen to my shit and uh and you kind of like stole some shit from my shit and yeah but you know but no but but see this is the weird thing it's like it's mm, yeah there's too many variables it's so weird i don't know anything yeah but that's what i mean we we should be grateful for the app i'm not gonna kiss a white person sweet but that's fine whatever issue you had with mac should have been addressed in person and ended there that's very true What's the point of bringing this up after he's passing? Disrespecting his name. He's passing. <laughs> he's passing. <laughs> you really woke up feeling like that was the move? You sound that, like someone off a of boondocks, man. That, that's what I hear when I say it. It's a fact. 
This ain't how you go, Papa oh Bunny. My... Whatever you got coming, okay. Something simply have nothing to do with you, but when when you have a guard complex, I'm sure it was easy to think of everything that comes raw from you or was inspired in some way. Whatever it is, I ain't giving it no more energy after you gave it one long ass paragraph. I pray you, I pray you get back the mute, get back to the music, and spreading good energy. I'ma do the same. Mac Miller forever, love to his family, and y'all have a blessed one. All right, that's a that was a little read, a little light read, but genuinely, like it's like I don't know, man. It's a uh, it is whatever whatever they make of it because really and truly, this isn't my relationship with our artist. This is his, and like okay, if like. If I'm just going to do a little retrospective. Like, I was thinking, yeah, about all the times. Like, well, it's it's a bit weird because it's like, what are you actually doing when you are going on tour? Or even like, or even just thinking about how someone has treated you. So it's like, because really and truly all of this is like a part of uh, some collaborative effort to get everybody to be part of a whole scene of things right so like like i don't know i just imagine that er like what was good for mac was good for the gander i guess because obviously mac assumedly brought everybody out on tour from what it seems like from whatever all the reports have been it's been like he brought everyone out on tour right he was trying to position himself in such an interesting way though like and why i do i do have a lot of respect for mac just as an artist because you could tell him him and him and him people like him people like anson black people like gold link have are all in the same vein to a certain extent i know mac is fucking huge he's He's a, a mainstream artist, right? But everything from working with people like Thundercat and the sort of like upcoming sort of new jazz jazz musicians that were coming out, working with people like Gold Link, affiliating affiliating himself with people like um, with people like Selection to a certain extent. He, you know, what I mean, those people he was homies with people like Mr. Carmack. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And like when you hear Dang. And 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 I get it. I, I that's what I do get. What Goldlink's saying because when you hear Dang, that's got Future Beats elements all over it. The whole, the whole instrumental. You know what I mean? Dang. Yeah, with Anderson Park. Oh. You hear that? Even yeah. when you hear the like break. Dun, dun, I don't know dun, what I was dun, dun. about FM, but yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny. It's it's interesting, and it's like. You can just tell here whatever it was. It's it always comes down to communication. Yeah, it's always communication. It it's always communication, and it's so sad because Oops. this has become such a tarnishing, like, thing, like a, a such a damaging thing to everyone's reputation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like most of all, probably Goldlink. But but this is why I th the main reason why I do think it is kind of unnecessary is because. Regardless of anything, 
from what it seems like to me, just looking at it from like a balanced place, I've got no, I'm not really particularly upset or mad at anyone, just from someone who's on looking and has yeah. appreciated all their music. I, I think it's just a miscommunication thing. Yeah, fam, sometimes. And, and I think Goldlink has taken it. Fair enough, you can say, we can say, oh, he's he's sort of stolen from it and it was never addressed. And some would say he's probably taken it well for how he actually does feel about it. But, hey, no, I, I think that's that's all that's left to say on that, man. It's interesting. We'll see how it unfolds. Yeah. We'll see what else comes from it. I don't think any much much more is going to be said on yeah, it, Yeah, I, I hope not, actually. I hope not. It's just dead and buried. To be honest. Though he's going <laughs> to get asked about it. Whoa. <laughs> Rewind. Damn. Um. Yeah. But yeah. No, moving on. I think, do you know what? We need to go into this discussion about the event properly. We need to have an in-depth. We need to have a um, okay a discussion about it because I know there's certain things you wanted to sort of talk about. Yeah, regarding like, the event. First of all, like prior prior to the event, like one, I just felt it was gonna pop off. <laughs> okay. Like I was, I had because the promo my, was good, wasn't it? Yeah, Shout out to yeah, Comic Con, man. I had in my spirit that it was gonna pop off, right? Like and um, obviously. Wait, what was like? Cause I was in a, I was in a band. Like when you asked me to host, I was in a band around that time, mm-hmm. and then um, I was just like, oh, okay, let's go. I was like, yeah, <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me rep it, and then um, and then yeah, like we got there, and it was just like um. To me, it was normal sense. Like, you obviously got dead way before me. But I was just like, yeah. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a good yeah. nap. What were your thoughts before the event popped off? Like, oh, like, like any, like any. To be honest, I've, like, once the, like, this is what I do with most things, especially when it's like a performance or it's an event or it's something that I'm involved with. That's, there's going to be one. Mo, there's going to be a moment when it happens, and there's nothing I can do con- to control it. All my everything, whether or not I've prepared for it or not, that doesn't matter now because it's happening. So, to me, I'm just going to have as much fun as is possible with whatever it is that's going on. Okay. So whether it was ten people that turned okay. up, whether it was two hundred, you know, what I mean, I've just got to make the most of whatever it is. That's that's my view of whenever I come into events like that. Same thing with performances, but. Um, yeah it was cool to see that once people started coming in and coming in like it was strange because once for it went from it being like oh, okay yeah well this is happening we had a lot of technical difficulties with the equipment because it's not the most we didn't have an engineer um for the whole uh thing and um we had some issues with uh getting things set up which were hours on the mic <laughs> Uh, I was like, no, I remember when I had to stay on the mic for, I don't know, like, because I pull in and said he had set, well, he said he had set up, and then it was like, he had to give it five minutes, I don't know what happened. It's mad, yeah, no. But yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was was fun. Everything was cool though. Yeah, it went went well. We didn't have any major technical difficulties. Everybody done well. Yeah, everyone had great sets. Like the yeah. sound, the sound was great. I don't think anything. Yeah, nothing. Well, not to my ears, anyways. Nothing bad went off. Like it was just a, uh, it was a great night with uh, good vibes. But obviously, like, like here was my like 
roadmap, right? It was like, okay, 10, like, 10 people from each person can possibly come if you invite 50 people, right? Mm-hmm. Or even 100 people, let's say, let's do it in the worst case scenario. You invite 100 people, 10 people come. Mm-hmm. And if that is the case for all... Um, Everyone ten pers- involved. Ten yeah. people, yeah, involved, then... You've at least got 100 people. Exactly. And that's kind of... Scale. That was kind of like... Because obviously, like... um. I didn't. I didn't know whether you guys had a street team or no. All we of had that a couple of promoters. It, it's it's really cool because um, like the way I've done events. Look, I, look, I'm not some pro event organizer manager. I just know I know certain bits and bobs. But um, working with someone, work, working with four MF fives who who we've have been working with, they um, like uh, shout out Jesse. He's um he's just great, man. He's 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 the plug. Um, so yeah we've just been learning a lot from him and uh just seeing the way he he runs things and and uh just just all the different ideas of like yeah. sort of bringing it together you know it's, it's it's been great because we're 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 helping each other it's, it's cool because we've got all the um creative elements of like the promo like come ali smash the promos man that's one thing yeah. that people are coming up to me is like and saying it's like the promotion was just sick like people are looking at it and actually getting excited about coming like you know, and and, that's and good. that that's that that is something like I think everything in combination brought it to this point, and for that, like there's there's a few things we could have done better. There's a few things we could have had more consistency on, but I think all in all, um, for what we pulled off, I think oh. the effort sh- effort showed um, for what we the uh, the result showed for the effort we put in. I feel like yeah, so, definitely. Um, and for the amount of us there so like the best thing about it now is that because we've had one successful event all the material that we're going to get from everyone who was involved and putting together all the photos all the videos um, there's going to be just so much to work with and we can make a proper like exciting like bit of promo next time so um, and and not just that the buzz we're going to be able to build it up nicely so from the beginning of next year yeah we're gonna start getting everyone uh, can't wait popping so wait. yeah imprint wait. imprint continues but yeah so it's, it's like it's it's so nice because now it's like it's it's now just a mission of building the brand of the event um expanding on it getting big getting enough. bigger and better um uh bigger a big yeah just a bigger and a better event different people getting involved other talent that we've seen we've got a couple other people in mind that would just be really cool to have along um but yeah man just ha- I had so more than anything I just had so much fun and it was just great like speaking to people and just yeah yeah man yeah I'm happy I'm happy with that. Like, I just now like to the actual like because that's a lot of stuff but when when we're talking about like real events management because <laughs> this is stuff like well only only because like um um I've just like that's just part of an industry that I was in way back when. This mm-hmm. is like, well, this is make me old and stuff. But yeah, like six, six years ago, or something like crazy. that. You yeah. used to be twenty years old, bro. Wait, oh, six. <laughs> so what? Five or four? But yeah, wait, five. Wait, am I losing my mind? Four. Oh, it was only four years ago, at least. Yeah, 
yeah so minimum four years maximum five years um damn that w- damn anyways i just like the logistics of throwing an event is just like it's gotta be like so like when when you're well when you're an operation it's 100 percent different than when you're an actual um when you're a bunch of individuals doing one thing or the other like when you have to wear like multiple hats it's different than when like one person wears a hat for this and another person wears a hat for that you feel me it's like mm. when you when you have to wear like oh um manager of the street team mm-hmm. but more so the dj mm-hmm. and then um all of that stuff mm. when you've got an actual person that's like oh you're a videographer yeah. and you're the photographer or something like <laughs> that or <laughs> and you're the engineer like mm. it's re- like so having like having to understand all of that stuff is got to be the most difficult part of just even running an event because mm. generally when like because there's always like the looking for the event space and like because we spoke about this when um just before that i was gonna um gonna perform my event it was like um positioning yourself the right way to the venue mm-hmm. and obviously um i learned a couple of behind the scenes things and it was like when you get to actually shit like how do, how do i pause this without like really saying anything um <laughs> How do I say something without saying anything at all? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, what am I trying to get to? Um, yeah, let's say let's actually start from looking for the venue. So, how did you guys even find your venue? Okay, well, this is the interesting thing about this, and and I think it's just sort of ideal for our situation. I think with everything like this, and and even with an event like you would do, like for like you done for your book launch, um. It all just comes like anything you're doing. Like I think that's just a rule you can go by is what do you need to do? What's the best way you can do it? And I think at heart, even though there's a few of us within Sway that have like sort of good marketing sense, um, have a uh, like we we all have our in we're all generally quite creative visually. In, in every sense sort of musically there's there's a big sort of pool of um of skills and talent that just cater to what an event to making a something like a great event like anton like you see him he knows how to fucking dj like he knows how to dj for an audience he's been grafting yeah. that for the past two years like he's only 18 and if you're just seeing this kid going crazy up on the up on the decks like he's it's it's really really cool and he just knows how to do that and he's got a really good sense of how to put how to make an event go right even though he's still learning a lot himself he's still just from having done it like he's um having done it a lot um he's got a good sense of that but but in terms of the actual venue it's it's made uh the reason we've collaborate collaborated with uh forum f5s is this just just something where we've been able to well look we've got a big pool of talent and skills and and promotional and marketing uh, chops, like with with our ability to create content and create visuals, and there's just there's just a lot of us that are really tightly knit. Yeah. So we've got 
all together we've got quite a large network not just amongst ourselves but within the scene that we're operating in and um that's going to only be beneficial to someone who has the connects and the ability to throw an event and to set up an event and a yeah. set up right so this has been more uh, this has been such a truly great collaboration that's it's 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 quite um amazing actually uh just everything's everything's been done how it should how it should have been there's stuff stuff that could have been done better but having someone who's uh like forum f5s who've got a connection to those venues and things like that and it's 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 the things we talk about all the time it's like there's certain things that you as an individual you as a group of people i.e us as suede are able to do and there's other stuff that we're not going to be able to do as well i have a great venue at a great price and be able to have opportunity to uh, have a space to throw something consistently um and just uh having uh someone like forum f5s to to work alongside um that's been that that that's been just it's just been a beneficial relationship so i think the more you can find relationships like that it just makes everything easier because we was just then allowed to focus on creating the promotional content create um getting uh everyone getting all the um the lineup sorted uh, and we just focus on yeah just getting people to come to a great party all right yeah that's that's quite that's quite intriguing and interesting mm. that's hurt like uh just on because obviously i've got um my own coming up soon uh, boom no i'm not well it's, it's relatively soon relatively <laughs> <laughs> within but, the ballpark of um, soon yeah within within that because well there's all the behind us like me i'm not like uh how do, how do you say it? Like a performance person. I'm not the performance part of the event. I'm the understanding what what's around. So the other side, the mm. promotion side. Like I like that's what I like knowing how many people that I can bring to one place. Like that. Like that just makes that makes me feel comfortable mm-hmm. knowing that. Um, like half the people you invited came like mm. knowing that is your number or like knowing like 10 percent of the people that you know came like and having that as your number it's like it makes me feel comfortable mm. like knowing that um you have the pool of an audience because it's all well and good wanting to throw something but it's also to, it also behooves you to be able to sell it mm. so like having um like this is it well it goes to the theory of like well not fit um thesis of economics and influence so like you can have like bare like a super duper amount of followers but like mm-hmm. who's gonna buy what's a the to what's the what's what is those followers prefaced what what's the what's the premise upon which those people are following you yeah like but I'm, but this I'm is the, that's that's funny. what's funny to just say because and 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 honestly like this what happened yesterday it's actually kind of it's this has been such a long time coming we've had our first event this it's been a year since our last event as suede yeah right this uh, our our and the last one we threw by ourselves and that time we got about 40 people there just about 40 people 
And even though we was quite disappointed, that's a good with number. That, it is, it is. That's but, a good number, but, yeah. but, 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 what? There was about five of us sort of working on that. Like, well, actually, no, it wasn't. It was well, like everyone had had a hand in it. Everyone was involved, but it was mainly just us as Suede, friend of it. And it was just, it was a solid number. Um, but uh, what this has been now has been a culmination of everything we've been doing and since that past year. And there's a couple. There's a lot, a lot more we want to do. And it's and it's just to say there is a lot of us that were had a hand in this this time around. Like there's a lot. There was quite a lot of people. Uh, getting involved we actually had promoters that we uh, was reaching out to and, th- and they were uh, promoting it f- uh, for us um, for a cut of, of the tickets for however many they sold and um, uh, it, it is to say it's like th- this this for, for the result it was easier because of the people we got involved in working in it and all had the same vision and desire to make it a sick event it a lot of the a lot of it even though we did have people externally the fact that we had so many people in um, with their heart in wanting to make this an event that they could be proud of, it was that. If I could say anything, that was the key. Yeah, that was that was the key. That's a that's a big big deal. It's like um, it's yeah, one like getting people somewhere is a big. It's a big deal. It's a big it's deal. Hard. It's hard. It's the hardest. It's, hard. it's the hardest deal, right? Because why should they go to your thing other than just yeah. chill at home that night? Or and this you know, especially on a Thursday, chill at home, day. put their feet up, have a coffee. Why? Why shouldn't they go to that other thing that's down the road where they got uh, free drinks going on or this like a uh, industry event? You know, what I mean, it's a bit cooler to say you went to that yeah. thing, especially when you're starting here. So yeah. it's like it's it's all it's all of those things are one. And this is it. Just goes to show like um when you understand um what you're good at and what you bring to the table you can pull that in with another group and you can stack it up with another group and then now you've got like a multiplication effect going rather than an addition effect going so you know what you can do at your pace for your individual thing Mm. right but then when you multiply that with other people it helps boost whatever you've got going on and that's like the main thing it's like actually because <laughs> no it's it's weird because like obviously just in my mind of what i felt was gonna go on which was you had about what 10 people on the roster or something or 11 yeah about 10 11 yeah yeah so it's like okay so I, in my mind it's like basically 100 people is gonna come right mm-hmm. like that was that was like well, at least a hundred people's gonna come. Like mm-hmm. that was like my minimum number mm-hmm. in my mind. And funnily, but it might not always go that no, way. No, everything considered, we did. We well, we got about ninety. In the end, I think there was about ninety people that rolled through the doors. Ninety-three right. people, yeah, that rolled through the doors. So it's like you like, and knowing that you can throw a great party with do- that amount of people, and then you can roll that over to the next day. And then to the next day, well, not even to the next day, to the next event, I should say, and like keep that buzz going, because mm. uh, really and truly, all it's gonna do is bring more people, mm. and as long as, like, if you can get people to stay till like three o'clock, it's like it's usually like the best thing. That's a good thing. Well, it's look, usually, people, people, yeah, people yeah. are still hanging around. And do you know what the guy said at the venue? Um, he was like, he, he, I think he went up to Tate and he was like, yeah, like. This is the busiest it's ever been on a Thursday. So, <laughs> and look, that's Your all you're trying to do. Them, when you're yeah. for an event, you want the guy who's let you put that event on to say, 
this is good. <laughs> this is a good thing you've done. <laughs> That's all you really want, isn't it? Yeah. Because now it's 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 all about it things. The rapport. It builds rapport. It builds leverage. It builds it builds a relationship. Yeah. So now when we're going into the next one, there's other things we can sort of discuss and put on the table and 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 move on from there. So it's so interesting. Like I'm still learning so much about this, and especially from working with like forum fives and. And getting a better understanding of, of of an event, but do you know what? Throwing events is such a fun thing to do. If it goes, if when they go well, and and now that we're sort of building a brand and 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 moving in that direction, it's so fun. It's such a fun thing to do. Message. But yeah, like it's well, it's just when well, you have a part of your repertoire of things now, and it? it's just uh, mm. having that repertoire and like being able to utilize it for. Um, a bigger and better thing because there's getting people to buy like buy to come and then there's getting people to buy to stay. Mm. So it's like yeah, yeah, like well, it's just all about getting people to buy into you and it's like it's really weird like because it's uh like whether you're throwing a free event for people to buy drinks or uh or um a free event for getting people to buy a book or an event for tickets for people to come to see what you're doing or actually getting people to listen to what you have to say it's all about like how much you allow people to be invested in you and whatever you've got going on me personally it's like i don't know why it's and i like it's it's really weird like i'm like i'm never like i'm never this under like in disbelief a lot of the times when it's like um getting people to understand or even having me understand what people see or what people are listening to when they see me mm-hmm. so I, i've never i've never like understood it like <laughs> i've like i try like i want i've 100 tried to try break it down and dissect it and like try give my analysis on all of this stuff but at the end of the day it's like people are just gonna buy into whatever they want to buy into and if you can get them to buy into you and you can like roll that over so it's like getting a bunch of people from a different area at all all at the same time to come to one place mm-hmm. or even like um just building for your company basically mm-hmm. so when you're like when I well, when I make money, it's making money for the company, or whenever I make money, I should say off my book or off my website. It's like for the business. It's never for um me to go out out of my way to spend that piece. It's like okay, so what's the next thing gonna look like? And you kind of like some like, and this is the weirdest part because when the next thing is quite some time away. You like there's so much discipline that goes into just staying still and holding them peace mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's actually so hard to just even stay still and be like okay i've gotta make sure that i don't spend these peas in um a quote-unquote emergency or whatnot it's like well, it needs to be for this thing and yeah. if it's not going towards that thing whether it's like um this yeah I, I can imagine it's harder when you're doing it by yourself 
Yeah. It's so interesting. And and I think it is kind of lucky that we've got, it, where we're working with so many people, you can, I can instantly envision, when I think about that money, all I see is everyone else. Yeah. Because that's the operation. That's the the project. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I, I think in my head, whatever needs to be done, we, we, we uh, what's it, uh, congregate, we discuss, and we allocate. You get what I mean? Like, there's there's things this money needs to actually go to that's pressing now. There's yeah. performers we need to pay. There's um, there's uh, promoters we need to pay, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So definitely, there's yeah. so much like yeah, and like just at least like just having that business is because what what was it like? Damn, I think I think it was last week we had that conversation on just like the little spending, you know, like um just having that person to account for and even just like um talking about how much like just knowing that you need so like as a creative at least like having someone for your economics like just in your financing and like just in your corner making sure you're spending money the right way is like super duper uber important like it's not even like because you as a crave like at the end of the day it's like we all need equipment all the time 100 percent of the time it's like we need it not like 99 percent of the time most of our money goes to new equipment mm-hmm. and then secondary goes to whatever our hobby is whether it's like drinking or smoking or mm. um buying clothes which would be for me it's like it goes there next and then tertiary it'll probably go to like food that you just want to get from the corner shop or mm. you want to buy a meal and all of that stuff it's like having <laughs> having that person in your corner that's like no because <laughs> i remember in uni um my boy had um his mum worked in a bank and she would allocate his funds to him i think it was monthly or weekly or whatnot mm-hmm. And that's how he would get his money so that he didn't spend too much or too little. He had the right amount at the right time. And just having just having that understanding of this is what's best and this and do what you can do with what you've got at hand because it's all well and good having ingenuity, but when you need like there's there's the press amount of needs whenever you're like working on such a commission-based thing that we're doing right now it's like okay there's a bulk of people that are gonna buy your product on this day right but then there's that whole in-between bit where it's like okay before the next thing there needs to be a certain amount of people buying in between all of this time and like how many let's say books can i um sell between this day and this day before um I need like before my next event comes up or how much buzz can I build between this day and this day before the next event and it's all it's all bringing that information together and it's like making sure you don't starve mm-hmm. while you're in between mm-hmm. like if you're doing okay or like you're not starving it's probably best like you like when I say starving I mean like um you deciding to not spend um money 
because you like at the end of the day like it costs like what 50 pounds to live in london or something per day easily so it's just going to be hard so to interesting when you break figures down like that because you day to day you go through kind of fooling yourself thinking oh that thing's only five pound mm. that thing's only there and then you're not thinking about the travel even though i'm going to be spending like 700 or pound on living yeah in west london to be fair i cut down on all my travel because i'm right near work yeah so that's the one big big benefit of living out where i'm living but but all things considered you have to think about it's like if you've got your travel and yeah and you're splitting that across the the days of the whole month that's adding to however much you're spending i'm terrible with my finances I, it's, it's like yeah I, well I'm, I'm i'm not the best i'm yeah, decent I'm at saving that is it like but when it comes to um that money from between the saving and my next paycheck it's it's like well like let's say i, I spend all the, like i do all my bills for the month and then that in between bit mm-hmm. like i can spend random amounts of money and i really shouldn't be doing that i really should like know okay this is what i need for this week and i do it for the next week and i do it for the next week just like um i do my articles like it's mm. like um i make sure for the next week at least i have a certain amount of articles dropping now after like prime night is all done dusted it's like i know that i can bring out as many things as i need to but now or as many things as i want to i should say but now mm-hmm. it's like okay what is the best thing to drop on this day and doing the necessary amount what is the necessary amount for me to actually say that i have a sustainable business model or not even sustain sustainable creative model um i'm not out of people's minds which is what a creative model would be it's like how am i staying in people's minds weekly mm-hmm. what do i have going on on the in-betweens of all of that stuff like how am i doing my graphics what does my instagram look like what how am i um sharing my posts how, what am i even saying or like because right now i'm even thinking about what i'm even saying mm. like just tweeting um what what am i allowing myself to share and does it behoove me to share all of these things that I'm saying um, on um, IG or um, or um, Twitter or Facebook? Mm-hmm. Does it behoove my whole image, I should say, or character or whatever it is the reason by for me? Does it behoove that person to... Because really and truly it's like your character that sells for people. And if like you demonstrate, um, you demonstrate some type of negative aspect to those people, then those people aren't gonna buy from you. Now, I've always had it so that, um, like one, I've like I've not wanted to have. How do I say this? Um, my friends aren't the people that I want from. I wanted to buy f- from me first since about like uh I don't know I think it was like 2016 2017 when like I was like okay I have to go outside my immediate friendship group to find pounds 
Like, I just felt like that was just the easiest, like, going to strangers to get you the money that you need for right now. So it's like, um, your, like, your friends can help you creatively, whether it's, like, sharing and doing all of that stuff. But when it comes to giving you money, it's like, um, I've not wanted to do that, per se. I, I don't know what it is, but I, but I just felt you like I need people from the outside, like literally people that don't really know me that well or just know me for well, that's this you, fashion that's, thing. Well, that's what you need, really, more than like like that's who you should be aiming towards. Like the support shouldn't be the basis per se. What what it's funny though, because when when you're starting out, like, like obviously this is our first event, we're reaching out to everyone we possibly can. One hundred percent. Like um, my friends and family came out to my first event but that was not like the people who i know that this book would appeal to are not my friends and family particularly. yeah no it's funny it's interesting it's interesting but but it's, it's funny it's everything's momentum everything is momentum mm. it's like the what what's going to define how we move forward with the event even for example yeah. is momentum whatever you can and do it's the mo- in between it's the momentum we've built now it's like it's it's like oh, what what is it like it's like it's like in a fighting game, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, what, what's a good example? When you've, when you've charged up that thing and you've got it, you know what I mean? You've charged that shit up and you've got to release <laughs> it at the right... Heart. Now you really... Yeah, you release it at the right time. What's no, because the Kamehameha is like, oh, what was that game they used to play? And you you got to charge it up and you've got to, like, pick the right time to fucking just go... When you get close enough or whatever, you get what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. you're building up that energy and now... Like, now we've got that, like... Once we go through and compile everything we've gotten from this event, and yeah. now the content is just going to be a completely different level. And the the, the, the promo that we had before for our first event was already sick. Yeah. So it's like now it's going to be a whole different, like, whoa. So, Definitely. Yeah, fam. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it's like, even... Because like, now yeah, it's going to be just... a case of, of people outside of it going, oh, shit, there's some mad thing going on. Um... Uh, Paul went to that last week like you know what I mean Jimmy went to that the other week we should fucking go down there bro did you see it it was looking like it was mad <laughs> Paul and Jimmy you had a bunch of niggas at that you know you no for real but you get me you get what yeah, I'm saying yeah no <laughs> obviously it's it's you know, throw a couple jobs in there yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. no it's it's, it's, it's mad so yeah, oh, man, it's true. Anyway, man, we want to talk a little bit about the future. What's to come next decade, man? There's Ooh. a lot going down. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was like just uh, just the leading into that because I've just got this thing now about like really understand it because fam, like since October time, it's like like just knowing. Like, there's a difference between knowing you have money and your business having money. Like, it yeah. really, it, there's, like, really got to be a definitive line in your mind mm. that, like, this is not for me. This is for a business function, mm. right? And, like, that is, like, really, like, all throughout next year, that's mainly what I'm going to be teaching myself. Apart from, like all of the cool stuff like um revamping my website and all of that stuff it's like 
actually being a business it's like mm. like it's like to me it's just a big deal like knowing that um i guess some of it goes to knowing where i could have been if i just stayed in corporate and the other part goes to um actually performing in the right way when it comes to my finances and whether it, whether like whether it comes through the pennies and the pounds or like the the thousands and the ten the ten thousands and the hundred thousands, it's like I want to right now build that part of the foundation. Like I like I know what I can do when it comes to building a website. Now I know I like I know my website is I don't know at least decent, right? And I know what I can do with you know a couple of creative assets um, at mm. my disposal and stuff so it's like really like just starting out the next decade on the right financial foot like however that is possible especially when like um none none of the way that i make money is conventional so it's like it's all it's all well performance based and um aggregated from whatever i have from all the other aspects that i make money from and it's like i like i need my mind to be set on yeah just make it building that momentum for so that like um there's not a massive gap between this one and the next one Mm -hmm. so like whether the next one is like um whether one's 100 and the next one is 10 like in between that gap it needs to be there needs to be a consistent number or at least like even having a minimum viable number for whatever i should be making in a week Mm -hmm. and just creating that repetition because i've got the repetition in my creative and now it's all about building the repetition in um making the actual the revenue yeah because that's like to me understanding that now that where i am now is like understand that's a massive that's at least half your business if if not more but like um in a creative business it's like the crutch or the crux and um and i don't want that to be i don't want like um one thing to be the defining factor whether i'm in the positive or negative so it's like all building that stuff up but aside from that it's like all about um doing the right thing creatively like knowing knowing where i want to be like in the three different avenues that i'm really playing at, and you know because i've had some time from now between um october and now to really actually define and be distinctive and understand okay so this is um what i'm gonna do for um this industry and this what i'm gonna do for this industry and this what i'm gonna do for that industry it's like keeping myself abreast mm. and understanding okay so this is how i have to play this card and like just you know making sure the decks are just shuffled in my favor and making sure that you know if i can write like let's say like in my in my mind is mathematics or if I can write this much and it takes me this long to make this video, mm. then I should be able to. So now man's trying to get the blueprint is what you're saying. 
yeah it's like the, it's it's making sure that this blueprint can last as long as possible before like you I need to make another one show yeah. and you know what i mean it's the next so, the next uh form yeah it's like because like just the way that like um i allowed myself to work this year which like because obviously i've done a lot of very very new things in this year mm-hmm. and i don't think t- and i don't think i discovered my limit and i i just know as long as i'm healthy i can do my best and like you know what i mean like it's like having that after not doing it for so long and then you come back and then it's like you come back like this where you're like actually doing an event and then you're writing a whole book and then you're um making a making a production company and it's like it's like it's just and you have a website and it's like and it's all of these like kind of different things but it's like one and but it's uh but you're one person and it's like um knowing that i'm knowing to myself at least that um what i'm doing i know exactly what i'm doing in my mind mm-hmm. and it doesn't need to be out there 100 percent that everybody should know every little move and the reason why i have a production company or the reason why i have a website and why my co- production company isn't my website why my website isn't part of my production company and like knowing that just knowing my simple business functions and the way that the architecture is set up in my mind yeah it's just like keeping that like keeping myself confident in my understanding of the things that i'm doing today so yeah it's all about you yeah the money the creative the blueprint getting all the, every, yes. everything everything right we're doing, we're doing show and tell today isn't it yeah no do you know what like i think the biggest thing for me is 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 consistency i think um and, and just sort of building my confidence like I've, I've i've just this year i've been harder on myself than i've ever been in my life like and and it's what what it's done is it's not it's not helped me thinking that way and and for a long time i think even though it hasn't got as bad as it got this year for everything that's gone good like nothing nothing's gone terribly bad it's it, it's it's just the way that i've allowed myself to sort of have, have an outlook on everything and actually it's it's sort of brought me down more than it ever needed to because actually if i if i had just thought through how i felt about everything i'd probably be in an even better position than than how i've ended the year thus far like to have to have the an end of the year like i've had um has been really great i've done a lot of the things that i said i wanted to do there's a, there's a, there's also a lot that i i didn't do because of of how i was feeling about everything but i think next year is really about um biting the bullet i think it's just biting the bullet and and just just yeah following through being consistent with with all the projects and ideas that i've that I've had in my head and, and yeah, just actually sitting down and, and this isn't even something for next year this is something that before i go into the year i want to be getting going on and getting actually starting to move on and um yeah man just getting this this podcast to the place where it needs to be um in just a good spot it's good like obviously i'm moving to west london this is going to be an absolute insanity of how we're gonna that's something we've yeah, got to figure it's, out it's, uh, it's, um <laughs> just to out, man. yeah but um yeah, yeah it's all gonna be good but next year i want to get this podcast to where it, it needs to be and, yeah and um yeah just getting myself settled 
and, and and just focusing on the right things you know like i, I realize how much like suede is 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 like it, it means a lot it's it's starting not just because of how well the event went but but it, it's not even about the success of the event it's everything that made the event a success is what has made me realize what's so exciting about all of us sort of coming together now most of us in suede are going to be living together and it's like that sort of conversation about energy and momentum it's like next year even though it's about doing all the things that i need to do it's about how that's going to be helping everything that i'm doing every all the people around because all the things that that was going wrong with the event i literally made a conscious effort to make the switch of i was so stressed at the beginning of the night and there's people like when things are going wrong everyone's everyone's thing that's happening and going wrong is the most urgent thing <laughs> you know no you need to stop what you're doing right now to come and help me you know what i mean and although that can be so frustrating you have to realize it's this isn't about what you're doing this is about look if you can do something like an event or whatever what a project and you're working alongside people if everyone if you can make your goal to make everyone else that you're working with things successful regardless of what your responsibilities are to be doing you know it's sometimes what you're specifically doing is the most pressing thing and just doing that is the best you can do to make everything go swimmingly yeah but that a lot of the times it's just about making every sure everyone else around you feels great about what they've had to do you know what i mean like well, what they're supposed to do or helping people get what they're supposed to do ready and i think that's gonna apply for me next year is doing what i've got to do but with with the aim of of how it contributes to everything else i'm doing you know yeah like it's just it's yeah so because because it's like I, I've, I've got this thing where in my mind i'm like i'm still trying and obviously you're always learning you're building your skills but I've I've sort of got into this weird sort of place where I feel like I'm all I'm still trying to get to a point where I'm better, and it's like even though yesterday like I'm spinning some of my tunes and there's people like going like yeah yeah going crazy over it, and it's like I, I forget sometimes that like I've done the work to get to where I'm at now, and um, right now it's about implementing. It's all about implementation. It's just implementing that, and this this event that that we threw has has been a great testament to that and all the ideas that all of us as suede are now coming up with it just everything seems right everything seems like the 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 path is like set now it's just about like do do play play your part play your role do what you gotta do because because the script is written you know yeah that kind of thing you're talking about stories we're talking about <laughs> stories <laughs> but yeah yeah okay do you want to go do you want to yeah wanna set it off or uh set it off set it off like a get it's i want to uh, break full cut me back <laughs> it's as it's quite uh it's quite funny see like um hmm where do we start right well now? yeah I don't, I don't think we necessarily need to go too too in depth per se but yeah just um, what you're working on like so obviously like um the mediums the the how you're how you're implementing it okay so there's like just several like little different 
things. Yeah, well, actually, actually first, actually first let's, let's sort of preface what we're about to talk about. So, Oh, yeah. So, um, obviously, we talk about, you know, nice business. Nice, you know, in into the mind. But it's now, like, you know, the reason why we get our minds right is to actually be in the right space and having the right amount of time to <laughs> construct stories and create worlds and actually display our talents and the reason why we create is to be the best storyteller mm-hmm. so it's like because and because your t- 20s are just so tumultuous mm-hmm. it's taken quite some time to get to this space whereby we're able to just be like okay i've got this going i've got that going i can actually be a storyteller now mm-hmm. like i can i can sit down and do these stories these aren't just notes anymore they're actually things experiences that yeah yeah so yeah like uh, like um <laughs> i've got quite i got like the reason why i'm hesitating is because i got um a couple story ideas but um there's an effort that i have with um like a couple of people know but it's like a couple of people that um are directors and um a producer and an actor that i know it's like um basically i want to do a couple short films right and it's there there's there's just a couple of different stories and you know i just it's just um to start something like just just in just before 2022 like i want to have you know a nice not necessarily a body of work but just a couple nice projects out there just mm-hmm. so to say this is those things like obviously you've got the um creative fashion storytelling image that i have on um on well youtube i guess now isn't it so so like and this is actually the funny thing is yeah culture and camaraderie is the only place where like all of them kind of collide into one Mm. setting so like i have different instagrams for different things and this place is the only space where it's like oh this is all from the same person type stuff so mm. it's like it's a bit <laughs> like um my fashion instagram doesn't um celebrate or support my writing instagram or twitter mm. so i've got a fashion instagram and i've got a fashion twitter and neither of them celebrate um the writing that i have particularly it's just on my my main thing it's like that is what this thing is like i ha- i do actually have my youtube videos up on my instagram but that doesn't really do anything for my youtube videos that just puts it out there that the youtube videos exist but that should be on ny typical space basically mm. So and that is the space for it. It's like you're seeing me in a physical realm. That's why it's called NY typical space. That's actually <laughs> exclusive. But um yeah, notes. off the tangent, it's like um I've got okay, I talk I talk about kind of the main one which is a fashion story, right? And it's like just a couple of people wanting like, because obviously in the fashion world there's different types of people in it and i've really i really wanted to do a good london story like there's other stories that are 
quite London, quote unquote, but they're not as London as this fashion story, which is the male fashion experience in London, which is a new story that isn't told particularly because this isn't the type of thing that would have been shown or accepted way back when like it would have been only the quirky kind or the weird weird kind or like the um the pe- the people that the outcast type kind mm. it wouldn't be actually people that are buying clothes to look fly mm. it'd be like all right i knew like type of a costume or like um i want to go for a grunge aesthetic or I want to go for a punk aesthetic and I want to do all of these things. It'd be very broad things. Yeah. Oh, I want to like dress like a pirate. I want to do like mm. the the Jack Sparrow aesthetic. It's now now there are actually people that focus on certain designers and certain types of things that are out there, and that is like one of well, it's not the main story, but it's the most interesting story when it comes to things that people haven't particularly seen. And it's like one of the more fun, like it's one of the more fun ones because it's like kind of me when I was younger, but also me now, whereby it's like, okay, so there's a bunch of people doing one thing at one particular time. But yeah. That's it. How about yourself? <laughs> We've done a bit of a debrief in this last, um, in this last uh, sort of section. Yeah, fam. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. It's um for me because we've we've had discussions about it, and I've I've been sort of floating around with this idea, the story, this world that that I've had, um, and these characters that I've that I've had in my head, where I've I've had these visuals of it being underwater and and um it being it being about generally being in limbo, and and there's sort of elements of solitude in it. There's a s- elements of chaos and 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 the journey of sort of overcoming that um and and it's something as as we've always talked about like I've, we're we're sort of multimedia creatives yeah we use different mediums and and i've always, and I, I i want i i guess the whole purpose of creating this idea is is it for it to be a conduit through which ultimately everything that i create can pass through um but yeah man like right now i'm i've there's i want to create uh, my my aim with it is is because at first it was going to be a comic but for the amount of time that's going to take and and maybe eventually it will but i think for now what's more important than than it being a comic book that tells an actual story is is I want to uh, put together visuals and illustrations as uh, alongside the music that uh, that I'm creating with with some of the tunes that I've got, and I want to want to bring those two things together. So I I want it to be a gradual thing. It's not something that I want to tell straight away. I want through the creations as I'm building up this world. I, I want it to sort of come together like this whole thing's a sort of sense of discovery for me and and i think you're right because you were saying like you need a medium to do this through and i think one of the hardest things that it has been for me to do is to successfully tell a story through 
through the music specifically and and though i've done it i can do it i know i can do it because i've i've made music that that sort of is very sort of emotionally driven but it, i find it harder because my my forte when it comes to music production is is drums and rhythm like i'm uh, like those are the ease those are in terms of music production those are the things that come the easiest to me i can navigate those well like just drum sounds and the way i put them together and the way i create rhythms but um chords is, is a lot is a lot harder for me so um like i'm picking up the bass i can play keys i can play keys but it's it's it's, it's not that i can't put chords together and stuff but i haven't got as much of like a control in the way i depict certain things through it like if that makes any sense like I, it's not as intuitive it doesn't come as intuitively to me as drums do and as much as rhythm does so for me this is now about seeing a way that i can just sort of build this world and i like like for me cohesion is just the most blissful thing creative cohesion is what makes me feel like i've successfully if i can make things feel cohesive for me it's a success <laughs> regardless of how um polished or yeah. whatever something is I, and that's why i have this idea as a conduit because for me as a creative person the ultimate pinnacle if i can look at and i can successfully understand how to bring things together if if you I, I ultimately as a creative i want you to be able to look at something i've done over here completely independent of that and you to be able to tell the part that there's there's threads that connect yeah. this to that that's yeah. what makes me feel as successful as yeah. a creative so and it's hard for me to be able to do just one thing like i've come to terms with that it's literally impossible <laughs> for me to be able to do one thing you can tell i'm doing events i can do in podcasts i'm doing like i'm making music etc etc but I think that this this is what next year is going to be about in the biggest sense for me is is starting to just like like I'm going to sit down bite the bullet and just get on with with making the music that's going to inform all or 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 starting to make that link between the visuals that I've got in my head with the illustrations and stuff like that and, and the music and then how that imp sort of is going to implement into Sounds of Suede and 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 everything like that and, and then how it's going to make me look at how it's going to contribute to my brand as a creative like everything like that I I'm, I'm just want to start tying those threads together that's that starting creating that place for the cohesion to begin which is alright fam which that's, is where I'm at that's quite that's quite intriguing interesting it, it it's all it's all about um that um having your art play i don't know it's like it just sounds that um art right now is playing a practical role in our lives rather than um quite i don't know it was secondary yeah it was or even separate like mm. it just it didn't feel as part of the story as it does right now like it felt like a if you're making art you kind of have to do it with like just aside from everything and in full isolation mm. but a lot of what i've learned is like um you can't be in isolation and then come back and like like that's Expect, not the, yeah that's not the world that we live in anymore it's like you kind of have to do like a whole bunch of things like and well, you don't even need to do a whole bunch of things, but 
to me it just feels more healthy like when i'm able to feel my like because don't I get like, me wrong there's times when you do need to go into isolation but those are i, I yeah that's just my perspective anyway but i i do believe that you, there is times when you have to allocate to of course yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. it's like if you're doing this thing then you're doing that thing like, at that time yeah yeah you're thinking about the event in mm. that specific moment of the event and when you're like and that is that but when we're doing the podcast like, i'm thinking about the podcast and then in the context of yeah and then um outside of the podcast i'm thinking about well i'm obviously thinking about the podcast still <laughs> <laughs> but um i'm um when i'm th- when i'm thinking about writing my book i'm thinking about writing the book writing the best possible writing the best possible parts that i can write within the time that i've set i've allocated but when it comes to actually yeah and that that even comes to it playing like a practical role because like we like in life right now it's like it's not easy or not even that it's not easy but it's not um it's like making art isn't practical right now like it's like if if you were to be an artist before you'd be funded and then you will create your art but right now we're creating our art aside from being funded mm. because we're doing other things to fund ourselves mm. and the art also has to fund itself mm-hmm. so that it can happen so that's what i mean by practical is actually making sure that this is this and this it's great like this <laughs> but it also has to make sure that you know you you like as part of one of my um facets it has to live in its world while it's like oh oh well is it juggling like in my in my in my mind it's literally a storm right that's that's all like all i imagine is like a massive storm on the sea or it, or either a master store or simple calm ocean that's like the two types of visions that i get right and yeah it's like having those two like really balance themselves out and like knowing that okay so this has to mix in the right way there has to be the right amount of hot and cold air to you know create this whole thing that's going on and yeah it's like that balance it's like making sure you're in the middle or you feel like you feel still but you're actually moving at the same time mm. that's well that's just me that's like my poeticness that's all of my shit but it's like it's <laughs> but that's how, that's how i feel really about like just right now it's like having the calmness of a still ocean bed and still the that, ferocity yeah. of like a storm happening and like moving in that type of way yeah mazaline yeah i think 20 2020 is gonna be a yeah it's yeah it's uh, gonna you know, be a madness well mad, the begin the mad beginning adult-ish, of a madness you know what i mean yeah. Yeah, fuck you know it's happening it's a bit adultish you can fit time has come but yeah i think that's i think that's i think i think you've got everything you need today you guys okay yeah we get, that's a lot that's you need that for was your action packed it was that was action packed thank you for listening to another installment of the culture and camaraderie podcast this has been ny typical or damalari of (laughs) nytypical.net 
and lax underscore era lax era um yes on all socials give us a follow yeah. at camaraderie pod oh yeah follow us on the camaraderie podcast mate. yeah please the youtube come through there's gonna be advancements in the youtube space just like um on the ny typical space there's um a youtube active now and you know there's gonna the same is gonna happen with the culture and camaraderie we're working on that mm-hmm. but yeah all coming together i love that shit. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, when you see it you know it's happened you feel me yeah. okay yeah peace blessings and salutations this has been another uh, installment of the culture and commodity podcast